This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hey, this is Arvind Yuvaraj and you're listening to a special episode of Resource Center, part of a series we're running this week in conjunction with Industrial Transformation Asia Pacific or ITAP that's happening from the 22nd to 24th of November as a hybrid event. Now, ITAP is famous for bringing together industry giants to showcase innovations and discuss cutting-edge trends that will drive the fourth industrial revolution or IR 4.0. And speaking of giants, it rarely gets any bigger than Microsoft. So joining us on the show today is Saj Kumar, Regional Business Lead Manufacturing at Microsoft Asia. Saj oversees the development of Microsoft's business strategy for Manufacturing Industries Asia, as well as the adoption of industry-specific solutions for companies in the high-tech, industrial machinery, aerospace and chemicals industries. Welcome to the show, Saj. Um, I want to start by asking you about industry trends over the last year. Um, Since the pandemic, have you seen a change in manufacturing industries adopting digital technologies? And um, could you give me some examples? Absolutely. Uh, So since the pandemic, we've seen obviously the manufacturing industries having to scale back because uh, workers uh, could not... uh, go to the factories, uh, there was also change in demand as well as uh, supply from a raw material perspective. So with all of these, uh, you know, factories had to very quickly transform to how they would uh, adapt to the new normal. So one of the first things that we did was uh, we worked with our factories. Microsoft uh, enabled some of these customers to get uh, their workers to uh, in support to manufacturing remotely. So uh, an option of uh, the HoloLens 2, which is an augmented reality device that Microsoft makes, we were able to get uh, remote support for maintenance workers in the plant, production workers in the plant, so that engineers who were in uh, different locations who could not obviously travel to the factories, uh, they were able to guide the workers in order to fix the equipment or provide them guidance uh, from an expert perspective in order to get uh, production back in track. I think this was one of the big things we've seen in terms of adoption of uh, new technologies like uh, augmented reality devices like the HoloLens 2. Uh, beyond that, uh, we also saw the frontline worker in manufacturing who is uh, sometimes you know, understated when we talk about frontline workers. Uh, we were able to adopt uh, our technologies to help them to check in, check out of the workplace, uh, uh, enable you know uh, safe distancing when they're working in the plants, get digital instructions or manufacturing instructions digitally onto um, mobile devices through Microsoft Teams. So we did a lot of uh, work in terms of getting frontline workers in manufacturing become uh, much more productive uh, during the pandemic. And even now, actually. Right. And what are the challenges seen in Asia for customers trying to transform manufacturing operations? I think the number one thing that they look at when you're looking at manufacturing operations is uh, the amount of data that you collect in manufacturing, usually that is of the order of uh, at least uh, you know one to two orders of magnitude higher than uh, traditional uh, IT data. So the amount of data typically is overwhelming for a lot of our manufacturing customers. So the question is one, what do I, how do I collect all this data? And two, what do I do with this data? So that's been the number one challenge. So uh, Microsoft has been working with a lot of our customers to enable this manufacturing data to come through what we call a common data platform that allows you to map all the 
manufacturing uh, equipments, uh, what kind of data is coming from them, do I need to collect it that, uh, at one-second intervals or one-minute intervals or five-minute intervals? And then once you have that representation of the data, the next thing is, okay, what can I do to automate all of this activity without having to go and hire you know, machine learning experts and data scientists who are uh, you know, in short supply in most industries? So how do you get that to become more automated? So we've been doing a lot of work with uh, what we call autonomous AI or autonomous machine learning where we enable subject matter experts to be able to build their own machine learning models and leverage the data to come out with uh, uh, better outcomes in terms of, okay, if I have this amount of data coming from this machine, uh, what can I use the data for to be able to predict maybe when the machine would fail, how can I improve the quality, uh, how can I keep the uptime for this machine up, so these are some of the questions that can be answered with the data that they're collecting. Mm-hmm. Now, what are the areas that Malaysian manufacturing companies should focus on during their transformation journey? Yeah, I think there's many areas. In fact, uh, there was an incentive scheme from uh, uh, MIDA, uh, which uh, basically was offering one-for-one matching grants, right, for companies uh, who are looking at uh, transforming themselves. And uh, I believe the uh, the the grant was uh, so popular, it's called a smart automation grant, that uh, it's, for now, I think it's closed because of overwhelming subscription to this uh, particular grant. And uh, they looked at areas like uh, the uh, unskilled workers, how do you reduce the dependence on them, how do you reduce man hours, how do you increase production volume, how do you improve quality. So these are all some of the areas where you know the smart automation grant could be applied. And uh, many of our customers in Malaysia are looking at how you can use that to drive more productivity, uh, to drive uh, quality, uh, to uh, to you know reduce the dependence on maybe unskilled workers. So these are some of the things that we've seen where uh, customers have been trying to uh, uh, look at the transformation journey by uh, adopting automation in a big way. You know, you mentioned AI earlier. Um, do you see AI playing a big role in manufacturing operations? Yeah, so traditionally AI has been applied, you know, in a lot of, um, from consumer devices perspective, you know, we use AI on a daily basis without even realizing uh, how much we're using AI for it, whether it's replying to emails, whether it is uh, using, you know, a voice assistant on a mobile device. So beyond that, we actually do a lot of uh, work with AI in manufacturing, particularly with the uh, cognitive services, uh, visual uh, inspection of parts, for instance, or uh, voice assistance in the shop floor. So if you look at AI as it's being applied today, we're seeing a lot of use of AI when you're doing visual inspection because visual inspection in manufacturing is a, is a very repetitive task. And the human being can often uh, come up with a lot of what we call false positives in trying to identify good versus bad parts by looking at that uh, part constantly in an assembly line. So we've now actually been using cameras in the assembly line that are connected to a machine learning device, uh, Azure machine learning on the edge that allows them to do this inspection in uh, near real time. The challenge has always been, you know, can I use AI without having to reduce my line speed, which means that I should get answers at the same rate at which my line is running. And that's what we've been able to achieve by leveraging machine learning or visual inspection by looking at parts and and coming up with fairly high degree of accuracy in terms of inspection. 
So that's one big use of AI we've seen in uh, in manufacturing. Uh, the second one uh, is uh, in uh, machine learning, uh, sorry, in uh, predictive maintenance, where we've seen the use of uh, maintenance data, machine downtimes, then uh, part replacement history, using all of this knowledge to come up with a prediction of when or how a machine could potentially break down in the future that helps uh, manufacturers plan their maintenance activities better. So just expanding a bit uh, beyond manufacturing, do you see supply chains transforming, especially as we are seeing supply issues globally uh, and transportation constraints? Yeah, I think uh, since the pandemic, we've seen uh, you know demands for, especially for a lot of uh, consumer uh, appliances, uh, consumer goods have changed. Uh, and this behavior in the, in the consumer has uh, caused uh, a huge impact in terms of uh, supply chain delivery capabilities, last mile delivery capabilities for many of our customers. So what uh, we are doing and many of our uh, customers also adopting is uh, using supply chain uh, control tower. Uh, often people forget that Microsoft is also a manufacturer of devices. So we, as you know, we sell Xboxes, we sell Surface devices, uh, we sell uh, lots of uh, electronic hardware that uh, are being used widely across many of consumers as well as uh, our enterprise customers. And uh, we have a huge supply chain that we manage. And uh, one of the things that we wanted to get uh, hold of was almost near real-time visibility of uh, what is on uh, what item is on a container on the way to maybe the US or uh, to China or elsewhere. So we wanted to get the visibility in terms of what's happening within a supply chain. So the supply chain control tower became a huge area that many of our customers started looking at to see what is happening in the supply chain. So through the control tower, you then have like almost immediate visibility of where the problems are. You can quickly build together like a situation room where you can bring in people uh, from within the com- company as well as from outside. So third-party logistics uh, partners or warehouse partners, bring them in. And then you can quickly look at, okay, how do I resolve this particular issue? Can I move something from uh, a warehouse in uh, maybe in uh, Jorbaru to a warehouse in uh, Kale in order to meet some demand there or vice versa? So these are all kind of real-time situations that can be handled through uh, a control tower, which is connected to the physical supply chain, uh, being able to get real-time insights into wherever the goods are uh, on any transport moving around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, final question, Saj. How is Microsoft's participation in Industrial Transformation Asia-Pacific, or ITAP, that's, uh, as mentioned, happening from the 22nd to the 24th of November? So this is the fourth year uh, of uh, ITAP's uh, history in uh, Singapore. And uh, we've been participating in ITAP from the very beginning. And uh, we see ITAP as uh, not just, uh, you know, uh, an event in Singapore, but it's actually a, uh, being, of course, a virtual and, uh, and a physical event. We are, we are seeing a lot of uh, customers from around the region attend this virtually and uh, listen to the trends in terms of manufacturing. And, you know, the area, Southeast Asia, as well as uh, Malaysia, are big manufacturing powerhouses, uh, not just in electronics, high-tech manufacturing, but automotive manufacturing, industrial manufacturing, oil and gas, chemicals. So with such a large manufacturing base, uh, the the role of ITAP is in uh, ensuring that one, of course, the hardware side in terms of what's happening in manufacturing from a robotics perspective, 
from autonomous vehicles, from new technologies in manufacturing that can be uh, adapted to the shop floor, number one. Number two is uh, where we come in is uh, uh, Microsoft providing the, the platform, the data platform, the IoT platform, uh, the edge devices, the machine learning that allows you to connect to these equipments, whether it's a robot or whether it's a, a, a physical equipment in a plant, and then use that uh, data to come up with more transformation. So ITAP is a big, has got a big role in terms of uh, allowing or enabling these technologies to become more pervasive. And uh, we see a huge impact in terms of this event uh, connecting us and our customers and our partners together in a basically in a physical and virtual event uh, in Singapore. Right. Saj, thank you so much for your time. Um, that was Saj Kumar, Regional Business Lead of Manufacturing at Microsoft Asia. You can get involved with ITAP at industrial-transformation.com. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we feature yet another heavyweight in this space that's driving the fourth industrial revolution. This has been Resource Center on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.